school freaky right there oh you see i almost got in my groove on that one you you gotta you gotta yeah. watch that man that's, the, that's that good old music that's Sm- smoking robinson man, i didn't know we had lance romance hosting tonight <laughs> <laughs> you know i'll be on my shit sometimes i'll, I'll be on it i ain't gonna hurt i ain't gonna front i'll be on it shout now out to smokey now your man smokey came out with some with, with some heat though mm-hmm. let's talk he about the new album <laughs> that's that's what you call grown folk music that's great branding, by the way, too. To to put the track list out there like that, you know it's gonna cause a reaction. Um, no. Smokey gotta be like 80-something years old. hmm Let me find I gotta find that track list. But he because he, he has some crazy names on there though. He did, but the thing about Smokey is that what you gotta respect about that man. First of all, one, all the ladies wanted Smokey Robinson. They still want smoke. All the ladies still want Smokey Robinson. That's not all the grandmas want Smokey, right? Grandmothers, mothers wanted Smokey. A lot of people wanted Smokey. That's number one. Number two, Smokey damn near wrote every record that came out of Motown. (laughs) So, like, like, oh my goodness, that that brother got so many writing credits. That's that's who you might have to put up in the versus battle. I don't know who who messing with Smokey Robinson because Smokey. Smokey got Smokey got a lot of tracks, man. I don't, I don't even know if Babyface can mess with Smokey now, because you gotta mm-hmm. think. You got once you once you go through the Temptations catalog, you know it might be a problem. I just, I, I just wish that for uh, like the legendary R and B singers, you know how like when sports, like Elias Sports Bureau brings you the stat, like you know how LeBron was like the LeBron mm-hmm. and played against the father and the son of like eight different, you know, eight different, nine different, mm-hmm. you know, combination. What if there was a stat like Smokey to knock down the grandmama, the mama, <laughs> and now he's working on the granddaughter? Like we need that stat. We need to know how many, you know, try how, how many, uh, how much of the lineage has has Smokey gone through at this point? Mm-hmm. Smoke, Smokey don't mess up some households. Yeah, it's it's, it's some he... uncomfortable conversations around the table. You know, when you got three generations of women looking at each other, like you, you was with Smokey too. Facts. It's crazy. Yo, that gotta be that's a regular thing, even when you're around the way. It's like, oh, all right, you so, know, your auntie different than I know your auntie. Mm-hmm. It's definitely a generation of babies that was born too because of Smokey Robinson. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, I'm I'm sure about that. Once you throw the smoke right. on, it's over. The smokey, throw the smokey <laughs> on. <laughs> Listen, it, you know, it gets get awkward when, when Smokey come through the hood and he's like, oh, yeah, I knew, I knew your mama. You, you already know what he meant by that. Don't, like, don't ever come to my block and say that nope Mm-mm. that's like that's gonna be a problem the smoky come out sideways like that you see you gotta snuff him right and smoky come to my block you know what i'm saying and he say he knew my mama or my grandmama it was gonna be a problem straight like you got to he gonna, like, he gonna be like look boy come over here who your mama you know i could have been your daddy come on now no nah. like man i i knew you when you was running around in pampas but how the fuck you knew me <laughs> why you was around the family when i was running around the pampas like, <laughs> yeah, you was around. coming to work for me on some days you know uh, nah he was the road manager not that <laughs> not that you know i gave daddy a job for a little bit with me nah don't do that don't play us <laughs> like that <laughs> 
Yeah, I throw hands at that point. I'm sorry, nah. Smokey. <laughs> nah, he but... got one song called Gasms. <laughs> I keep calling you. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you make me feel like you coming for Smokey a freak. Smokey is a freak. Okay. I think I'm be honest. I think I'm gonna have to listen to that. I keep calling you because that sounds like some shit. That sounds like some heat right there. I'm not gonna lie. I want to hear what Gasm sound like. Like, wait, what, what know, he doing over there? He probably stopped and started making noises in the background. <laughs> you know what Gasm sound like. You know, he on his freaky ball time right there. You know yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, I better leave Smokey alone because he's still getting to it. Man, that song he had a few years ago, gang banging. Nah, Y'all remember that promo. song? Yes. Drinking that wine. Yo, yeah. Doing that time. <laughs> but see, look, he dropped that so that we would know that joint. That was the marketing move right there. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna put this out first, and then that generation gonna be talking about me. And when my next joint hit, bang, now they're gonna really be fucking with me now. He got the sex tapes out for you. Better get out of here, man. Fuck around, next, <laughs> fuck around next time I pull up in the city. I got that shit blasting out the car. Like it's gonna be different. Oh man, you're gonna you gonna make yourself old, man. <laughs> that smoky. Right. That's all right. All the titties out there, they gonna know who it is coming through and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> What's that song you playing? That's like that Ron Isley. Ron Isley uh, got that. That's a different age group too. They got a different age group. They definitely are tap, tapping into the gilfs. Facts. <laughs> Heard that's an underserved community. I don't know. You know what? <laughs> he said it's an underserved. <laughs> There's something there. Nobody's catering to them. As the, as the, as the cougar aficionado on the show, I'm gonna have to agree with you on that one. They keep popping up in your search engine, like whoa, whoa, whoa! I'm supposed to be looking at this, but all right. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't tell everybody what they was listening to. Oh, that's that's a fact. Shooting, shooting the shit. shit. Shooting the motherfucking shit, man. That shit must be crazy, right? Like if you Ron Isley and you knocked down a joint like 30 years ago, and then you see you at the show again. Mm-hmm. Nigga be like Cleveland. Yep. 82. <laughs> <laughs> you had on that nice dress. I, uh, he looking at his man. This the one. Remember I, I told you. Remember I uh, told you about Cleveland? How I got over there? Yeah, this, this is her right here. This is Esther right here. Uh, <laughs> Harriet. Cle- yeah, Cleveland 82. Man, we had a time that night. Old nigga hit you, but we had a time. You already know it got crazy. <laughs> they started yeah. tapping their they foot on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Be prepared for, for, for a wild ass story. Some shit you ain't never even thought about happening. Because that's yeah. what's about to go down. Yo, shout out to Joe, Joe Hunt, because he definitely used to keep them stories, too. Facts. Right. Rest in peace to the, to the late, great Joe Hunt, man. That's a fact. I'll never forget the first time I ever met Joe. True story. <laughs> Homie jumped out. On first half to get a shorty number in the middle of traffic. He, if I'm lying, I'm dying. Trip was right there. Shorty was did. next to us in traffic. They made a little eye contact. Then he turned up his music. She turned up her music. He said, Hold on, I'll be back. At the fucking red light, he jumped out the pass the driver's side of the car, mm-hmm. got her number, got back in the car before the light turned green, and we kept going down first half. And he was old school with it. Motherfucker had the yeah. number on the pen and paper. Yeah. He didn't even have the phone. Yeah. He's nah. Yeah. We he went pen and paper. He went two taps to the chest. He couldn't find the pen and shit. <laughs> he had that a good pen too. You gotta yeah. keep it functioning. Yeah, RIP to him, man. Dad, he was Thanks. he was a good dude. He was funny as hell. 
Oh, man. That was my first time meeting him. I'm like, yo, your boy is wild right here. Trip, jump uh, out the whip at the yes. red light. Like, hold on. She looking at me. Man. And Joe, old head, like, Joe got, got grandkids. Like, mm-hmm. Joe used to be, like, outside back in the 70s. So, like, to see Joe doing this, man, y'all don't understand, man. No, y'all understand. Not. Nah, you got to be from New York to understand. You on first half. You know the motherfuckers, they going to honk you the moment that light turned green. Hell he yeah. said, nah, I got to get it. Nope. I got to get it right now. Nah, Joe, Joe was going to get that number. Yo, my man, Joe was like, what can I call you? <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was, that was some real player shit. That definitely was. I'm surprised he didn't have the Smokey playing in the car before that. Right before that yeah. happened. Uh-huh. Oh, man. What's going on, fellas? How we feeling, um, man? How we doing? All is well. All is well, man. Weekend is upon us. Uh, Black History Month started, you know. Uh, basketball, you know. What's up with y'all? Go ahead, Trip. Go ahead, man. I'm I'm good, man. I can't complain. Um, I told y'all, you know, a couple of weeks ago, they was gonna honor my uncle um, at at the radio station in in, in Boston. So they had the ceremony on his birthday uh, a couple of days ago. Um, so that was that was dope. Um, you know, big shout out to WGBH because you know they didn't have to pay homage to to my uncle like that. But you know they they saw something in the work that he did um, in Boston for for thirty forty years. I want to say give or take, and having the number one jazz show. Um, so that went down. Um, that was dope. I, I wish I could have been out there for it, but you know obviously it was in Boston. Um, but that was that was dope. Oh, and I got to sit down with um with a legend. Um, and hip hop, Easy Moby, um, working on his new documentary. So I got the chance to sit down with him, interview him for a little bit over an hour. Um, he, you know, he was just dropping mad gems and whatnot, um, talking about different things in the, in the music industry. I didn't even know he produced uh, Miles Davis's uh, last album before he passed away and got a Grammy for it. I didn't even know that. <laughs> so just you know, talking to him and doing my research, but you know, had a, had a pretty good week. I can't complain. That's that's dope, bro. Uh, I think more the legends they 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 deserve that credit, man. Like now we know who produces everything, we know who's a part of everything. But there's a lot of legends that's out here that we don't know like the the impact they really had on the game. Like yeah, we heard their name, but some there's a lot of cats we really don't know. Like you just mentioned the impact they've had in music, not just the genre, not just the culture, man. So that's super dope. Yeah, hip hop turned fifty this year too, right? Yeah, man. Yeah, hip hop turned fifty. You know, you gotta go through your you go through your Rolodex and your phone and, and look at all the people that you met. You know, we just thankful for being from New York to be able to run into Melly Mel and you know what I mean and mm-hmm. and uh, Cool Hurt and all these guys. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm hoping I get the um. I don't know if I know I could blow up, blow it up because I he ain't do it yet. But I'm hoping I can still get the interview with uh with Melly Mel because I would love to sit down and chop it up. Um, with him that should be little, that should be able that should be obtainable though. He's he's pretty cool. He's always be you know at the old job or whatever. Oh yeah, well yeah no I, I I know that but I was it was supposed to be for one of the platforms that I shoot for. So mm-hmm. whether or not they still do it because I know it, that was around the time when we had spoke about uh, academics calling the, the hip hop legends Dusty and whatnot. Yeah. So that was around that time that we were supposed to shoot the interview, um, but uh, I guess his scheduling because he was coming flying back into New York. The day we were supposed to do it, so we wound up not being able to do it that day, um, and then we just haven't had it like back on the calendar yet. So, but hopefully I'll get to still do that interview because I would love to sit down and chap it up with him, especially after I saw him on um, on Math Hoffa's um, show. So I would love to chap it up with Melly Mel. 
Or, or, yeah, that's or a fact, man. That's another pioneer. That's a legend. Shout out to Mav too. Mav doing his thing out there. Um, mm-hmm. Trip. I know you sat down with Mav a couple times. Yeah, yeah, facts, facts. That's 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 family right there. At this point, you know, Mav always support us. He been Mav been supporting us. I want to say for at least maybe eight years. He done he done been supporting us. Um, whether it be coming to the studio, coming to to the events that we that that we were doing. Um, or just being on location with him, but yeah, shout out to Math. Um, he got my expert opinion. I want to say they're in the top ten right now, and um, in podcasts. Um, you know what I mean. So big shout out to him. Much success. Um, I got to go to the to the uh, barbershop where they had, and, and, and I did uh, set with him. Um, but yeah, he's doing his thing, and now you see who now he done like Math is is like. Now on the press jet, uh, junket for for all of these artists and whatnot, when they gotta do their promo runs, it's like, ah, right, you gotta hit the Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. you gotta hit Ebro, you gotta go to Gillian Wallow, you gotta go to Drink Temps, or you gotta go to My Expert Opinion too and check Math Alpha. So I'm, I'm I'm proud of Math and, and what he's been able to accomplish. You know, I mean, I don't even know if he's still battle rapping at this point, but he, clearly he don't need to. <laughs> Branching yeah. off, man, getting them different bags, bro. You got you got you gotta do it. You yeah. gotta pivot, man. As you should. Yeah, he definitely doing his thing, and he he's on. Um, I, I didn't complete it, but I know he's on a, the recent episode of Drink Champs. I was listening to it. Yes, uh, on my way to work this morning, so I'm gonna complete it because he also talked about. Um, shout out to Misfit as well. Uh, you know we got a great relationship with Misfit. Absolutely, and he said they're gonna be working on something soon too because you know she got her own platform. He doing his thing. They're gonna they're gonna come together. But mm-hmm. shout out to both of them, man. It's, it's always ill to see people's growth yes. and kind of see like you know. They build something up the same way we building something up. You know what I'm saying? Brick mm-hmm. by brick from the ground floor up. So it's always dope to see that. Yeah. Let's get into something, fellas. <clears throat> Man, uh, continuous uh, the images that we keep, keep seeing over and over again, you know, um, uh, authority figures, and, you know, are, you know, out in the community, still terrorizing us, still making us uh, continue to have people scared to actually even be, you know, happy with the service that we were supposed to get. You know, some weeks ago, we joked about the other police officers that was kind of getting a little freaky or whatever, you know, and, and that was another extreme in itself. But, you know, this particular time is about Tyree, Nick, Tyree Nicholas, you know. Um, I don't know if you guys saw the footage. Uh, you know, uh, I'm pretty sure you heard about everything that's happened or whatever. Um, but, uh, you know, he was pretty much beat up by some cops out in Memphis. Um, these guys happen to look like him, which is the even crazier part. You know, but you know, how y'all feeling about that? Disgusted. Um, and don't get it twisted, just cause it was some black officers involved involved with it. I'm just as disgusted as if they was white, brown, Asian, yellow, whatever, that don't matter. Um, you know, the thing that matters is you're in a position of authority where you're supposed to protect and serve, not take take life. Um, and that's what and that's what we saw yet again. Um I'm happy that there was swift justice. Um, I I hope. Well, first of all, I hope. I mean, I would love to say I hope we don't have to deal with any type of incidents like this anymore. But I can't even say that you know with any type of security and, and, and really feel like that could actually happen. So I I would hope that this is something that's now being done across the board. 
Now there's no excuses to oh man this is yeah it's gonna take a couple of months in a year for us to to do something to these cops and get them off and and, and get justice you know for the family of, of anybody that has has been you know had their life taken away or you know affected in any way shape or form by by police um, in this country um, but yeah I, I'm I'm glad that it was it was a, a swift justice the. Uh, I'm, I'm, I forget her name, but the, the she she just she hasn't been in there long. I gotta I gotta get her name. What but position she, are you talking about? I'm looking at right now. <clears throat> she said she, she was coming in, and she I, I want to say she's the she's the the ADA, but I got I I, I don't call the district attorney. Yeah, district, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. But she said she was coming in, and you know it, things were going to change, and, and and you would see that, and you know we see now it don't take a year and a half to hold police officers accountable. So. Now that now that that's been established, let's keep that same energy across the board. If this if this thing happens again, which I, which again I hope it doesn't. I hope we do not have to ever deal with something like this again. But if it does, the blueprint is here, and I don't want to hear any excuses about how long it's going to take and whatnot and why we can't. No, I don't want to hear none of that because Memphis has has set the tone right now. Yeah, I, there's. You know, even with swift justice, I don't think there's anything positive we could really say about this situation because, um, as Tripp mentioned, disgust, frustration, anger. These are the words that come to mind for me because we continuously see these same type of events. And it doesn't matter, you know, color, creed, religion, any of that. Abuse of power is abuse of power. And that's what we show. what we saw. You know, uh, this young man lost his life because these cops decided to abuse their power. And I know in the past it's always been white cop on, on black civilian. In this case, black cops on, on black civilian. One of the cops was white. That that news has started to come out lately as well. But nonetheless, it's, it's the abuse of power and the thought that this is okay to abuse my power. You know, when you see that video and you see them joking about beating on this young man, that speaks to the real issue at heart. There was no remorse. There was no like, Hey, you know, we went overboard or do you think we we took it too far? It was treated as if like, man, I had to go get him when I saw him. And that's that's an abuse of power, bro. And I don't know how we could ever fix that, to be honest, because these cops feel entitled that they can do whatever they want because there's never any real justice served. You know, we don't know how this plays out for these officers. We don't know if there will even be jail time served. But a lot of cops in the past get a slap on the wrist. They don't lose their pension. They don't really lose their job. They get put on restricted duty for a little bit. And then when the news goes away, they go back to working again. And we kind of forget who they are because they'll be put on desk duty or they'll be they'll be doing something that keeps them out of the public eye. And so when you see that type of abuse of power, that's the first thing that comes to mind for me is like there are no consequences. We could we could say whatever we want about gangs, about cartel, about violence in the street. The police are the biggest gang in the country and possibly in the world, bro, because they move around without any repercussions for the things they do. There's no way that as a human being, you can sit there and and what we saw them do to him and then them laugh about it as if like it was no big deal. That speaks to the bigger issue and that speaks to abuse of power, bro. Yeah. A, a lot of it also to me kind of looks, you know, you know, they from Memphis or whatever. It looks real personal for you even kind of do some shit like that, though. I mean. So for me, my initial reaction 
of course it's about abuse of power, but also because I see somebody that look like looks like me doing this. You know what I mean? We always talk about having representation, representation, representation. So when we get representation and you get in these 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 places and you think that you can kind of do what everybody else does, and then you get slapped back into reality when it actually happens, and it's like, well, I guess not. You know, so. You know, it, it, it's definitely abuse of power, but it's a whole other level to it as well um, for me, because I just feel like, you know, we always want people that look like us and to police us and be in our neighborhoods and do certain things. So when you can't trust anybody, we already don't trust folks. You know what I mean? They pull up behind you. You don't trust them. You know, when you see them on 161st Street wearing whatever, whatever we don't trust. You know what I mean? It's, it's just what it is. And it's not like you've done anything or whatever, but it just kind of adds to the whole um, stigma of, you know, you just got to do what you got to do. But all in all, it's it's a real sad story. Um, to even just want to just do something like that, like I don't, I'm not even a fan of people. Like if if a reg, if a regular group of people is jumping somebody, like I don't even like that. Like so, it, it's it it was it's real nasty, man. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I mean, I'm sure we've talked about it. We've talked about a lot of these different topics, situations, scenarios. Jumping somebody to me is pussy shit. There's there's Unless you're telling me like that person did some shit to a child or something, there's never a situation where you could really justify jumping somebody. Yeah. But for the cops to do it, you know what I'm saying? To me, again, it's, it's worse than anything you could ever do because it's like, first of all, even on a one-on-one, he could never fight you back. Yeah. Right? The moment he swing and defend himself, it's like, oh, he's resi resisting arrest. Now I have a reason to use my gun. Now I have a reason to use my billy club. But then the fact that y'all jumped him and you would think you know that officers in general again regardless of race religion or creed you would think that officers as a whole would be more sensitive to these situations understanding the climate that we're in everything we've experienced over the last 20 some odd years because really you know rodney king was the first one that we really saw on camera so from that moment on our country the world changed it was one of the moments where it's like yo at any moment somebody could be recording this and if you don't handle it the right way we could see you in a light that maybe you know, maybe that doesn't really represent who you are, but in that moment, this is who you are. So you would think one of those officers would have used better judgment to be like, nah, this this can't go down like this. But none of them did. They allowed it to, to go on. They all got their licks in and then they laughed about it after. And I think that's the most disgusting part to Trip's point. And that's also the most, frust most frustrating point, part. Yeah. None of those guys exercised the, the real authority they should have where they should have stopped that shit at that moment and be like, nah, we that's too much right now. And and that mentality is why I say, as much as I would love to say, because of how quickly these officers were uh, fired and then charged, um, you know, something like this ain't going to ever happen again. But no, I can't say that because it's a mentality that's been instilled in these officers to where it's it's not about the race of the officer. It's about the color of the uniform. Mm -hmm. And that and, you know what I mean, and, that, and that's what it boils down to. So no, I don't feel confident enough to say just because these five cops were you know uh, kicked off the force and and charged that this ain't gonna happen again. Because I because honestly I feel like it is gonna happen again. That was that was in that you know small part of the world or small part of the country, and I feel like in some other part of the country we gonna hear something like this again, and 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 it's gonna be sooner rather than later. Yeah, and, and that's why I think a lot of people had an issue with the whole Blue Lives Matter slogan. Yeah. Because, first of all, you're not born a cop, right? That's a decision you make. That's a career path you make. 
But secondly, then it created the mentality of like, well, then it's us versus them, right? Blue lives matter as opposed to black lives matter. So now it's us versus them. Everybody had their lives matter, man. Remember? Of course. <laughs> and, and, and that's that's why it's so silly because we know nobody's saying that all lives don't matter. We know all lives matter. Yeah. But in the climate that we've been in in this country for a very long time, black lives matter more right now. That's not to minimize any other race, but no other race is dealing with that. Yeah. We're not seeing young white men and women being murdered on TV. We're not seeing it. We're not seeing them get shot in the back. We're not seeing their doors get kicked in. We're not seeing them mysteriously die in police custody. We're not seeing that. So when people say those things, it's like you're trying to minimize what the real issue is. And and when you try to, well, blue lives matter now. So now you're trying to pick people against each other now. You don't want to really address the issue. You want to create more chaos and, and havoc now. There's no such thing as a blue life matter, a blue life, because you're not born to be a cop. That's a choice you made. Well, we 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 we, we saw all that uh, Blue Lives Matter stuff was BS uh, last January sixth uh, when 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 they stormed the Capitol and you know, God bless the dead. And when that officer had their life taken away, we know that that Blue Lives Matter stuff went out the window right then and there. And, and I want yeah when when the Capitol was storming, I want to say this because I, I recently embarked on a new career path. Uh, the first day. When we talked about acts of terrorism, the most recent act of terrorism listed, according to the Department of Homeland Homeland Security, mm-hmm. is the storming of the Capitol, which I was happy to see yeah. that those in that position are, are, are categorizing it as, it as what it is. It was an yeah. act of terrorism. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just some angry mob like the news try to make it out to be. It wasn't some voters who were trying to make things right. No, no. It was an act of terrorism, bro. Let's call it what it is. By, by on American soil by these Anglo-Saxons, absolutely upset. Damn it! Yes, and I and I can I can one thousand percent confirm that the Department of Homeland Security categorizes it as an act of terrorism. It ain't overlooked. There's nothing other anything else. Wait, so you telling me this is all because a, a group of a certain group of individuals had their panties in a bunch? Is that why this mm-hmm. happened? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, had it in a fickle. They were upset. <laughs> A little fickle, a little yeah. fickle. There. They, were, they were having, a, and, and they decided to have a temper, a temper tantrum. Yeah, had a little toed. Yeah, had a toed. Yeah, fucking toed. Yeah, man. It's, it's now actually going to Memphis in a few weeks though, so hopefully it's, it's chilled out a little bit. Um, I'm looking forward to that. You know, I haven't I haven't been out to Memphis. You know, always like taking in different cities and different cultures and different music and stuff like that. You know. You know, it definitely lost Dolph also, so that was a, that was a, a a huge you know a huge one as well. But Facts. you know, CJ is out there doing the news now too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. She doing her thing. Yeah, for yeah. sure. I know she's been busy <laughs> doing the news. Yeah. They they keeping her real busy at this point. Boy, on a run, on a run, on a run. Oh man, it's Black History Month for everybody. You know, they they back uh, celebrating us for a little bit. You know, until. Everybody take back over. I'm not everybody, but you know, it's the the capital stormers and shit. Wait, so do they get to do they get to teach critical race theory this month, or is that like they cancel out for the whole year, or just, does it still count in Black History Month? Or no? Like, what's the deal? I mean, in certain in certain months, you know, they're gonna do what they do, or whatever. <laughs> okay. And in certain places, they they fight what they fight. So it is what it is. Because you know they don't be you know liking to learn about certain parts of history 
They like it, you know. They like the clean version. They don't. They don't want to play the whole adult, you know, the 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 rated R version of the album. They like the, the only the radio version of it. So yeah, I mean, and that's and like you said, that's the irony and, and that thinking of, you know, oh, we want to do away with the critical race, you know, thinking, and but we're not adjusting parts of history that we know are incorrect. We're not adjusting that Columbus came over here and found the land that was already discovered. <laughs> but We're the crazy part, that. even with that, he got funded from a whole other country. It wasn't even his country that he got funded from. Like, yeah, yeah. I had I had a discussion with a dude. I'm not even calling it an argument because it wasn't. I had a discussion with a dude because he tried to come at me with some bullshit he saw on Twitter. Right. And uh, he tried to work. he tried to no, no. Check what he tried to say. Right. He tried to use this was his theory in it, right? That slavery and and the and the thinking of slaves being brought over on ships have been exaggerated, right? Because he said, you know, when you think about it, how long would it take for a ship in those days to come over, right, from Europe and Africa? And then how many ships would have to come over to bring over the millions of slaves they they mentioned, right? And he says all these things, right? And then I'm like, you do know. We're talking about almost 400 years of history between the time that Columbus set sail for America and when slavery was actually abolished, quote unquote. Mm -hmm. So there was more than enough time to bring slaves over. It's not like we're talking about a one year period. We're talking about kids and all that. We're talking 400 years. So not only the slaves that were brought over and then reproduced and started families, but then waves of new slaves continue to come over on top of because people always forget this. The slaves that were taken from the Caribbean. Yeah. Because there were plenty mm-hmm. of black and brown people in the Caribbean already who then were enslaved and forced to come over and build up this country. So I'm like, what the hell are you talking about? As if like you're making it seem as if Columbus coming over and there was a 10 year period where we claimed slavery. Uh, we're talking about 400 years. Yeah. There was more than enough time to keep going back and bring more people over along with those from the from the Caribbean. Yeah, well, a lot of times people that actually went to the Caribbean was free sooner, so they they kind of got away with, with with certain things. They got you know we had pi- they had pirates, they had other people that is, that was from like northern states that was funding stuff and stuff like that. But people just don't want to feel bad for anything. That's that's really what it is, you know what I mean? It's, so they, they just find stupid ways to just make up theories and shit, and just so they can feel good. Yeah, the conspiracies and theories like we we live it's it's sad that we have so much information that it's sometimes for certain people it's too much information. Because then you get all these stupid conspiracies like people were trying to say DeMar Hamlin was dead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You got that whole thing going on. And then when you really think about it, it's like, all right, what the hell would the NFL have to gain? This kid was a six-round draft pick. He's in the second year of the NFL. Nobody outside of people who watch football knew who he was, let alone knew what he looked like. Word. What the fuck is the NFL gaining from faking his death? Well, Adrian Arian Foster said that they was they was uh they was cheating on games too. So they said Arian Foster, Arian Foster, he he I heard that that was a joke, right? Okay. But this is a prime example of of another thing that we always talk about allowing people to use you. He allowed that podcast to use him and make him look foolish because that's the only clip that's out. Mm-hmm. There's no other part of the show that shows that they were joking anything, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So now. You've allowed people to turn you to the butt of their joke because you are ex-NFL player and you're more recognizable than those guys are. And for the sake of the discussion, let's call it what it is. Everybody else in that room was white. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you allowed them to use you. 
So now Twitter's clowning you with all these memes like, so the NFL scripted. So did Tom Brady get a script his rookie year saying, hey, we're going to let you win seven soup. What the fuck does the NFL gain from that? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know. answers, Paul Tackley, boo. Like, so, 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 oh, so, so let me ask you. So it was scripted when Alex Smith had his leg broken in three places Ooh. and mangled. He, he went along with that script. Yeah. That he went along with that script. Ooh. I guess it would make sense because then that means the whole Colin Kaepernick thing will oh. be scripted too, right? So I guess, I it, guess it's, that, it's I guess all that, been scripted. Yeah, I guess it works. Tebow was a script. Mm-hmm. Like, people, <laughs> y- y'all sound so foolish when y'all say these things. Oh, oh, it's scripted. Oh, so, so let me get this straight, right? We all sports guys. So you're telling me there's 53 guys on each team. So it's over 100 guys on the team. You got another 20 plus coaches on each team. All of them are just going along with the script. Nobody's saying, yo, I want to win. I don't care about no none of those guys are trying to compete. None of those guys are trying to win. Everybody's just getting a script, and we've never heard about it. The NFL's only been in existence for almost a hundred years. We've never heard about it though. It's like it's like uh it's like uh William Shakespeare, man. I don't know, man. Y'all, yo, the internet, y'all so stupid. The NFL scripted, but guys are dying from CTE. Oh, that makes sense, yes. That's part of the script, Eric. That was uh, that was part of the script. Let me beat every, my brains in to the point where it. I kill myself in my 40s. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Come on, yo. Come on. What are y'all fucking talking about? Like listen, you gotta you gotta shake it up, man. You gotta, you know, but yeah, you're right though. You, you do keep seeing that one clip and it, and it, and it keeps circling. So yeah, you're right about him, that. You right. Let you them right. use him. You right. Damn it! Well, on, listen, they, they, they went viral. Everybody, everybody knows about them now, so it worked. Whatever. <laughs> we need to get Aaron Foster on the show. Let's get our views. <laughs> we ain't say nothing crazy enough yet. Shit. I mean, we went for Aaron Foster to come I'm, here. I, I, I want him to be real. Like, do you really mean that shit, or you was joking? And if you was joking, then you should be mad at the motherfuckers for only putting out that clip. Yeah. And make him seem like you some sort of whistleblower Word. when you was joking. you gonna do man yeah i don't even know what to say so 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 we're gonna get in some boat some ds now um if you happen to be a person in in florida and you want to get your uh nursing uh, diploma there was a scam going on to where they had uh some federal leaks to um some defendants or whatever and they had 25 charges of uh them having fake you know giving out fake nursing degrees so these uh I guess CNAs, RNAs. I don't. I don't know the names or whatever. But you know, a lot of women uh, get these degrees. A lot of people we know get the degrees. I don't want to demean anything, but you know, the, the uh, cash fact says a lot of things about women that are CNAs. But uh, if, if you were down in Florida, you could have got you a fake degree, man. Did y'all hear about this before this actually happened? Damn it! It's too late now. Yeah. Oh man, you know Miami's my second home. I could have used the degree I, down there. You good with blood though? Cause some people can't. They're not good with blood. They can't do stuff that, like that. Bro, come on, man. Just please, I ain't worried about that. <laughs> Listen, man. Um, I think there's another. This these are more side effects from the pandemic. Yeah. Cause the, the scamming was at an all time high during the pandemic. But my thing is right. Even if you get the fake certification and degrees, right? Are you gonna know what to do when you get the job? Cause they ain't gonna train you. They're gonna assume you got the real certifications. Hey. Facts. Listen, I had somebody. You know how you had to take the 
take the five hour class, had somebody giving out the certificates for the five hour class, you know, and they didn't do nothing. You know, they no, that's a fact that happens. That you're talking about the defensive driving and all that. that that's yeah, one yeah. thing. But Trip, if you're no, nah, bro, you gotta drive good. No, no, no. But what I'm saying is, yeah, Trip Wilder for that. But what I'm saying is, that's a five hour class, bro. Yeah, right? Yeah. Ain't nobody, ever, nobody ever is gonna pull Trip to the side and quiz him <laughs> on the shit from the five hour defensive class. Fact. If you went and got a fake nursing degree or certificate, and then you in the hospital and you gotta start drawing blood. What the fuck are you gonna do? Fucking the veins up. You can't even give nobody right. an IV. Like you, you especially yo, if you pass is, out when you see the blood for the first time. You just pass out. You out there just <laughs> pricking motherfuckers. You don't know how to get the veins right. Nothing. You got good yeah. veins on this arm. Yeah. You fucking up all types of blood pressure. <laughs> like you don't know how to read the numbers. You don't know what. Mister, what that yo. say? Googling shit. Why you? Why you taking people blood? You gotta watch like, a YouTube video before you go in. How, yeah. how much am I supposed to give of this medicine here? How much? Yeah, and God, God forbid, you got to give somebody an IV. Like shit, it's that's what I'm saying. Like I'm you can only fake it but so I'm much. Call, I'm gonna call Siri. Hey Siri, hey Siri, how much am I supposed to go on this IV? What's this IV thing about? <laughs> okay, I found this on the web for how much left is going to Javi. Check it out. Chill, Siri. Chill, chill. We don't want no smoke. We don't want no smoke with you, Siri. Chill. My bad, and, Siri and, tried to get on the podcast just now. Siri, what up? So 7,650 degrees, they made it 100 million, and they said they were selling them for like 15 grand a pop. Over 25 states. You know Running what? It up. That's, a, that's a good hustle, though. That's a lot of money they made before they got caught. But I, but again, it's easy for you to get caught because once you, once you fuck up, <laughs> in a situation, some shit that you're supposed to have learned, um, that's it. And now somebody's gonna know the jig is up. So it is mm-hmm. it's actually easy for that. I'm surprised they did as many as they did before getting caught because all it, all it takes is one fuck up for somebody mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, who who taught you that? Where did you where'd you where'd you get your certificate from? And then that's it, and then it sparks the whole thing. But I guess they was you know, they was good, you know. They Siri helped out, you know? Right. You got to turn that Siri off. Siri going to wake you up in the middle of the night. Hey, hey, Trip, how are you doing? <laughs> you see our robot? Siri, don't wake me up in the middle yeah. of the night. <laughs> don't you do it. <laughs> yeah, uh, man. Yeah, yeah, my man Tom Brady retiring, yo. For, so for we get up, is he really retiring this time? About to say, I don't he? know because the script hasn't come out yet. Exactly. So <laughs> how, we, how we really supposed to know that, Eric? You know what I'm saying? Like, how are we supposed to know that? I don't know, man. Plus, he did retire last year and then came right back. So, he, he, and at this point, he's divorced already. So, it's not really no, he don't really got no reason to stay retired. He a city boy now. Oh, he about to that's, savage life. That's why I don't know if he's really staying retired or not. Because you would think your motivation to be retired would have been last year when you were still married and you could have still savaged the family. But yeah. you single, bro. That was his way out. You single. You might as well sign on the team and keep knocking these joints down on the road you probably got about nine road games next year keep Bro, knocking them down he about to start peeing on joints he about oh, to be a general manager oh. or something Ooh. but he need to go go just go up there with craft all right he gonna take care of you okay oh you know they knocking down the same joints oh yeah they at the same um you know getting the same handies at the, yeah. same, <laughs> at the same spots robert craft was like don't even worry about that tom i'm, I'm gonna get you right he took him to Meek the Mill and michael rubin in the back looking over there we're like what you guys doing mm-hmm. buddy yeah 
Tom was in the league over 20 years. Robert Kraft, they know all the spots. Oh, they know all the spots to go to on the road. You only in town for one day. You know where I'm going. Come on. It's, it's Robbie. It's, I need a massage. And I'm going to. Bob, Bobby said to tell you hello. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love the gift from the holidays. Okay. Yeah, Thank yeah, you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They've been fucking with the same side chick for 10 years. How's your little one doing? He's getting big, right? Wow. I remember when you were pregnant. Wow. Like, mm-hmm. This is talking crazy. <laughs> they all that crazy shit. Would you get that tuition money? <laughs> yeah. Wow. You you can't get him in that school? Yo. Bobby knows somebody. Let me speak to Bobby. We get him in there. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. Everything will be taken you know. care of. Don't yeah. Tom, Tom is chilling. Tom is uh-huh. out here. I mean, I, if he stays retired, kudos to him. I, we know he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. Uh, yeah. He has nothing left to prove. But I wonder if he'll get bored. Because like I say, he's not, he not married no more. He's he a city boy. So will yeah. he get bored out here? I mean, he do got the movie out, so he probably got some new groupies, too. They got, was it, uh, Brady 80, 80 for Brady, something like that? He got the, yeah. the old joints trying to get to the that, Super Bowl. That dumb shit. Yeah. He about to start showing up at basketball games courtside with some shades on and shit. Watch. Him and Gronk. <laughs> watch watch they start fucking shit up, too, in the two-on-two. Him and Gronk. They going to be out on the court just knocking cats off, playing king of the court and shit. They going to be like the Manning brothers. <laughs> All right. Will Gordon was... <laughs> Will Gordon in the building. Will, what's going on, bro? What up? What you? up? Will we, we let us know, man? Put it in the comments. Is Brady staying retired or not? I don't think he is, but Sean and Trip think he a city boy now. He gonna be out here trying to knock down joints. Him, that's that is a good idea though. Him and Gronk might be out here on a two man game. They gotta have a show together, Brady and Gronk. Now that they both retired. You know what I'm saying? Fuck it. Get that get that bag. You you know somebody's throwing millions of dollars at Brady and Gronk if they said they want to do a podcast. And I wouldn't be surprised if he had, he come out with his own strand. Get them Brady packs. <laughs> shit. Then you said that shit trip. That's a good point because there's going to be somebody <clears throat> who's going to try to duplicate the Manning cast from ESPN and they might do it with Brady and Gronk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It, it won't be for the Monday night game, but maybe the Sunday night game will now have a, a, a Brady and Gronk type Simon uh, Cass. And you know, yeah. that should have be wild. Especially now if Tom ain't got no, no responsibilities. He could do it. Yeah, hell yeah. They're going to have a fucking lit ass show. Gronk going to be drunk all the time week. and shit. High. Smoking his his, his tweeds. Get, exa- bro, that's what it's going to be. He's going to have the shades on, all right? Looking like Ferris Bueller. Mm-hmm. Bueller. Bueller. Yeah. All right? Going to be doing his thing. They're not inviting AB, though. They already said they're not inviting AB. Nah, that's, that's over. He, he fucked that up. He, 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 he the yeah. wild boy. I would, you always got to relate it back to somebody that you know, right? He the wild dude you see that you don't really talk to for too long, but you say what up to because you don't want to wild out because if you start acting up in public, it's a, it's a situation. But you got to say what up to him, though. Yeah. Because it's going to be a whole scene. No, facts, facts. We'll see. We'll wait and see. I mean, the season, we got some time now. We ain't even get to the Super Bowl yet, so we got a little bit of time before next season to actually know if he will officially stay retired or, or not because – even if he doesn't, you know, there's still several teams that will uh, try to get Tom Brady. So, mm-hmm. he pretty much can write his own ticket. Yeah, the Patriot the Patriots said they want to they want to bring him in to retire as a Patriot. I don't know if he would take it a step further and be like, "Yo, fuck it, I'll come back for a year." Or it might just be the the traditional we One sign day. you for a day, let you hold up the jersey and move on. That's a good point, Will. Barstool would definitely throw a lot of bread at him. Barstool got Wallow and Gilly over there. Prime was over there with them before he took the head coaching job. So they definitely would throw the bread at them to uh, bring some sort of content, more content anyway, to their platform. Yeah. 
they, 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 you know, they've known each other for years. They're cool. They're, you know, they're kind of walking entities in themselves. You know, um, Gronk does the commercials. We don't really see Tom as much because you know he's always been so locked in when the season starts and stuff like that. Yeah. So you know, it, it's definitely something to see. It's something to see. So, what else we got? What other topics we got? Let's get let's get one one more in before we wrap up the episode. So, some shenanigans, huh? Or no? Nah. Yeah. Get it, what you got? Bring the shenanigans on. Did we talk about that teacher? The uh, the cafeteria worker in Louisiana. I was selling the brownies at lunch. No, we didn't get into that. Yeah, the lunch lady was the plug. Yeah, but was she selling to the students or to, she was just making Yeah, like fam. It was a high school. So, so the lunch lady, all right, Louisiana school cafeteria worker was arrested for selling pot brownies to minors. What I'm saying, was the minors 17, 16, or was the Boy, they minors. They minors. No, but I'm just saying, but you can't give a, a, a five-year-old the edible, but high school, high school, high school, high school, high school. kid, you know, they probably already, you know, Rolling up they, yeah. <laughs> they little joints. So, yeah. Even though again, that's somebody that you can't be out here just wilding out like that. Nah, but, she fucked up. She yeah. fucked up. But I'm sure. But you know, some of them kids probably already done tried some things. So, they high when they got to school. Exactly. It was already high. That was just a the boost. They had yeah. the munchies and ate that, and then didn't realize, and then it was up for the rest of the day after that. Yeah. Nah. The 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 amount of time that those be take over your body, I can't do it, man. Like not all the time. Like so, how many days out the week she was selling those things at lunch? That's five, my thing. Five days. Now we gotta dig deeper. We gotta dig deeper. You, you think she was doing that every day? Every day. Come on. The, the, the yeah. work don't stop. The work don't have certain days. It's an everyday thing. Yeah. Said. So, so the dope boys from school they was buying the brownies. Hell yeah. yeah. That's what was making it hot though. You know what I'm saying? Now cast that that ain't even their lunch period. They showing up now. Mm-hmm. You got a crazy line and be like, yo, what the fuck going on? Like, it's it's too much. Cats are showing up to three different lunches trying to, you know, re-up and shit. It's nah, it's too much going on. Facts. She made it high for herself. Yeah, you know that's that guy. Someone always gotta fuck it up for everybody. I, I could imagine somebody probably just got faded and they weren't supposed to have it. And you know what I'm saying? It, it just was a, it was a place where, you know, they could they couldn't deal with it. You know, them kids, they be wanting to get they be wanting to get lit and then they get too much and that's it. But yeah. Yeah, man. Take care of the kids, man. I think we yeah, get she, she fucked up. She went too far. You know what I'm saying? You you knew it was going to end bad because you you're gonna have, you know, like Will said, you're gonna have one of them young and slump. You're gonna have somebody who ain't gonna take it easy. You know what I'm saying? You you probably tell them, yo, just take a little bit. Nah, fuck yeah. that. Fuck that. Then next thing you know, they can't wake him up in third period and shit because he slumped, and that's it. Will, Will said she, she was selling the Duncan Highs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? She fucked up. That's that's what happened right there. Nah, you can't be getting that faded during the daytime. Yes, you can. Damn, lady. Be good to the kids, man. Yeah, I mean, listen, because now we we we've we been hearing the story about all the, all the teachers that have been having sex with the students. Now they're getting them high. It's like they they just getting every aspect of this thing. But if you think about it, like I, I had a conversation with an old friend the other day. Like we was doing a lot of crazy stuff when we was young. You know what I mean? Like technically speaking, like you were young, but like you still had to experience some of that stuff. You know what I mean? You still had to experience that stuff to figure that, you know, for you to actually kind of be where you had to even be able to navigate now. But yeah. I mean, you kind of got to do that, though. You know, maybe you got to have to get the edible uh, brownie from the fucking lunch lady. You know what I mean? Just don't say nothing, you know? Just don't say nothing. Be smart. Like, be cool. Like, what you doing? 
But that's the thing, though, right? Like, we know that now through experience of like, yo, just be cool, don't say nothing. They don't know that. And I think what to me, what really make it fucked up is like, yeah, you know kids gonna make mistakes. But damn, bro, I don't need somebody at the school trying to pitch to you. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you're gonna make your own mistakes, you're gonna make your own mistakes. But I, nah, like I don't want some I'm I'm hoping that when you go to school, that's the one safe place where you ain't gotta worry about none of that shit. Yeah, yeah. Speaking as the only dad on the on the podcast, I understood. Yeah, I, that's understood. all I'm saying. Like I, I can't be mad at Shorty. We all fucked up. We all did some shit we weren't supposed to do when we was young. Yeah. But, you know, it wasn't no, no shit that was, like, kind of handed to you at school. It was shit that you learned outside of school when you was with your friends and shit. Mm. Come with the edibles after the school then? That's what you're saying? I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to lie. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, when, when cats had to smoke, wherever they got it from is where they got it from. It wasn't, they wasn't like, yo, the lunch lady got that work. <laughs> like, nah. It wasn't no shit like that. Nah, it it, it might have been like, yo, such and such older brother had some shit. And I, I, I took a little bit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like shit like that. Like, I, you know, I, I to me, I'm sensitive about that shit. Because again, you, you don't want bad influences around your kids, especially not somebody who's supposed to be in a position of power. I mean, it's just the lunch lady, though. She's that's still a position of power, bro. Come on, yeah. she determined if you get that extra chocolate milk or not. Come yeah. on, you know that. Yeah. So if you out here, if you buy the if you buy the brownie, you get the extra chocolate milk. That's See how that goes. Saying that, yeah, but I mean, it's great business skill. Don't get me wrong. Like you know, she's teaching business. You want an extra? You want an extra chocolate milk? You're gonna need you know to wash down that brownie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna need something to wash down this brownie with right here. Word. I got you. Cause you gotta know, like, even if she said only seniors can buy this, you know, they was probably giving like breaking up a piece of the brownie, giving it like freshmen oh. and stuff like that. Like, you just gotta think like that. You just can't, you know, you know what I mean? So I doubt that she even was like she ain't care. So yeah, she that, listen, that's her fault. Yeah, absolutely. Come on, son. You know that, and and you know it'd be that senior who probably fucking with that that junior sophomore chick who like yeah, I'm, I'm get her fucked out. <laughs> that's that's probably what blew the door off the shit. We know that. Yeah. Yeah, but we're not saying that's funny, by the way. But yeah, it happens. It's funny, but it's not funny. Yeah, exactly. You know, strange things have happened, man. Yeah, you got to be safe with the kids, man. School's supposed to be the safe place, safe place. And you know, everybody trying to drug free school zones, drug free school zones. Yeah, it's never that. It's never that. That's like motherfuckers. uh, They selling out the drive through at McDonald's. Like people gonna find a way to sell. They gonna they gonna get it. That's a fact. Regardless. Yeah. Yo, did y'all see? We put it in the group chat. Y'all saw that dude who went through the McDonald's drive-thru in the morning. He ordered like his breakfast, but they handed him the wrong bag and it was the deposit bag. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All the we, money yeah, from the night shift. Which I would have did. I, I said, I took the money and kept it pushing. That's when it went <laughs> back to that McDonald's no more. <laughs> Respectfully. I mean, we got $200. We got $200 in free food for a month or some shit. Nah, that ain't. Nah, that's not enough for me. Fuck that shit. How much money nah. was in the bag? Nah, that's that he could have bought the food that he wanted with that for mm-hmm. months. You know what I'm saying? Plural. Not just yeah. one month. Use it first of all, use a fool for sending that money oh. back. So he's a good person, man. That nah, that's not that's a dumb person. That's tax free money right there. You can't come on. That's like you ever you ever hear that um that story where it's like, um, oh, you know, the guy's in the in the boat in the water and he's asking God, you know, to help him out, there's a hole in the boat. And the guy sends a raft, you know, and somebody in the raft comes up and they like, oh no, God's gonna come save me. God's gonna come save me. And so they drive off, another one come. He's like, no, 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 God's gonna come save me. God's gonna come save me. Meanwhile, the boat is, is filling up with water, he's going down. 
Yep. So by the time he, you know, he he eventually he drowns, gets up to heaven, and he's like, God, what happened? Why didn't you save me? Well, I sent two boats out <laughs> for you, and uh, you turned them away. Which is what you want yep. me to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I would have got the bag. I I would have spun around and just ordered, made another order. I kept right? the bag though. Yeah, but I think like, he might have frequent that spot though too. So he might have been scared. I don't so know. What? No what is, like what? Is, first I of all, care. you're handing him a paper bag. Right, so how am I supposed to know? You just hand him a regular McDonald's bag. There's no cameras. It's not like the airport where you can see what's inside the bag. So how are you going to prove that you? No, nah, they no, nah, they be they got cameras in McDonald's. So but, I work no, no, in McDonald's. No, no, but I'm saying yeah. they, they even got, still, they can't even if they the got cameras, though, bro. what can they do to him? You gave him money. You you gave they, him that's money. That's what I'm saying. They can't do nothing to yeah. him. They can't, bro. Yeah. When they hand you a, a bag of a closed McDonald's bag through the window, right? They no camera is going to be able to look inside of that bag to say that there was money in that bag. It's just not True. possible. So once they do that, and you know, once you go in to get your Big Mac, and you like, this ain't a Big Mac, but it's a Big Mac. I'm gonna take this. That's it. What like what can anybody do? You like I only only say that as a person that worked at McDonald's. Like that that's one of them situations where motherfucker put the put the bag on the like maybe the little counter in the wrong spot and somebody didn't look in the bag and just grabbed that joint and went. They you know they handed it. The employees handed it. To no, no, no. I'm, I'm saying the person might the manager might have brought it from the back. They brought it to the front. Yeah, and, and, they, and they and they put whoever whoever was taking the bag out the window. They didn't well. pay what was in the bag. Oh well, that's on you. That was your mistake, not mine. I'm yeah, out. Ain't got nothing to do with me at I'm, this point. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm gonna be going to Wendy's from now on. You stupid. <laughs> that's, that's it. Simple as that. Hey, listen, this is what it is. Next time, don't make that mistake. Like that's on you, not me. So I'm gonna I, take I never understand cats that do that shit. Cause like you see, they just gave you a bag with thousands of dollars in there, and then for you being an honest person, they said, "Oh, we're gonna give you two hundred dollars of free food." Not two hundred dollars of free food. No, no, he got two, he got two hundred dollars. Oh, did he? Did he get two hundred dollars of free food? Sean, how much he was in? The, how much was in the bag? Because I would nice. probably say it's, it, you, it could have been anywhere from ten thousand to twenty thousand in the bag, right? Because if they was going to make a deposit and, and it filled up the McDonald's bag, let's say, because I can't. I mean, realistically, are you going to to the bank for less than that? Than, than like a ten thousand dollar drop off? They they go when they like change in between shifts and stuff like that. Um, they don't keep stored money. And this is me, like I said, I worked in McDonald's and I know motherfuckers that try to rob the store. Like this one so, chick when I worked at McDonald's when I was younger, her and her boyfriend robbed the store, but then this dumbass clean he like swept the floor and everything afterwards and he he had her key to the safe. Like it was just the stupidest, stupidest, sloppiest thing or whatever. But it's actually a little bit more concise than you think it is though. So that's that's why I said like that Valerie was a person that was not paying attention, that wasn't looking in the bag and just grabbed it and just went out the window. And but you should you should know better to leave that there. So yeah, yeah. why would nah, you leave a bag of money? So both of y'all was whoever put the money there is really the responsible one. But you know you got to be, you know, what I'm saying a little bit more cautious. Like first of all, when you grab the bag, it's a different feel to it too. So because if it's just the money in it as opposed to to the food, so I don't know, man. But either way, he he fucked that package up. Yeah, so, yeah. fucked it up. And the guy that gave the money back fucked that pack up too, because he's supposed to keep that shit. Got some new rims or something. You know, I don't know. I don't know what y'all kids is getting these days. Got <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But just he wild out. Just don't, just don't get a chain like homie did, and then get robbed at the That's gas the, station. Uh, you don't do that. Yeah. Never forget that one. Other than that, you good money. What's your man Dylan Brooks out here doing again? He acting up, goofy. Yeah. We're gonna have to talk about him again uh this weekend. It's <laughs> funny because uh 
shout out to Kev Lee, comedian Kev Lee. He we talked about this a few weeks ago on the on the Sunday live, and the clip is up where I said, you know, Dylan Brooks is kind of playing the fake tough guy shit. He wanna be Draymond so bad. And then Kev hit me up and was like, Dylan Brooks on his bullshit again. Like, yeah, you trying to be the fake tough guy shit. Like, I I don't get it, but I, I, hopefully it works out for you guys because right now y'all just look goofy. Memphis, the Grizzlies, that is, just look goofy because y'all here talking crazy and acting tough for no reason. Y'all, y'all second-round playoff team. Damn. Yeah. Damn. And they're getting, they getting their boot smoked tonight in the words of Trip. They're getting, their <laughs> Ooh, getting that sexual healing pause. Hey, whoa, wait a minute now. That's not what I started off, started off with smoky, ended off with smoky. <laughs> Facts. Hold on, let me find something, man. Messing with uh, my man Spider. He better cut it out. Let's let him know where we at, though, man. We about to. I'm, I'm gonna play some more Smokey Robinson. Shooting the shit on 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 the walkout. See, we we shooting the shit. We shooting the motherfucking shit. We'll play this one. It's called The Agony and the Ecstasy. Gang, bang, What's it all about? This crazy love. How dear. 